The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 95, recorded April 20th. That's right, 420, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I'm gummied up. Michael, how are you? The second host of the show is... <laughs> I said your name for as Joe said, I'm Michael and I am not I'm not gummied up. I don't I don't know what you mean by that. You got gunk in your No, I was I was making a bad 420 joke. Oh, gummied up. Okay, I yeah, get edibles. But I I am actually not. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> You know, funny story, I can't handle pot. No. Now that is not as legal, I can right. say in Michigan that uh I wish I cared for it. I get yeah, well, annoyed. like yeah. Clint Eastwood said, a man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> the funny thing I found, obviously, after it was legalized, of course, because I would never have done an illicit nothing, drug nothing drug illegal, right? I found I the only time I can do it is if I also was drunk. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, well, I wouldn't get right. as paranoid, but then I would black out. No, I didn't want that. Fun. It's a good sleeping tool if you really, really need it for me anyways. But oh. I need 15 seconds and I must. Really? Up. Seriously. She hates it. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm like, I'm going to, like, maybe you I probably shouldn't, shouldn't tell the story, but I'm going to. Go ahead. Lie. Yeah. But I'm going to, yes, exactly. When we first started dating, uh, we were going to bed one night. And I said, just so you know, you know, we can keep talking. This is fine. <laughs> but I'm like, we can talk as long as you like. But uh, once it's time for sleep, I will literally be asleep in 10 to 15 seconds. So if you say, okay, we're going to bed now, we're done. I will be asleep that fast. And she's like, no, okay, no, you won't. Like, I'm serious. So, you know, conversations kind of drifted off. And then... I said, oh, are we going to bed now? She's like, yeah, it's time to go to bed. And then like 20 seconds later, she's like, oh, by the way, I was out. <laughs> she's like, you were right. Yeah, that's nice. how I fall asleep. You're lucky. Time to go. You were lucky. Well, we've got a jam-packed show that hopefully doesn't put you to sleep. Um, but if, if if we do, we'll blame it, at, blame it on Michael's <laughs> somber, nice voice. Um, <laughs> bunch of... Bun- We'll yeah, a bunch of news this week. Um, nothing crazy. I'll let Michael start off since he has uh, he put the first article in there, and we'll go from there. Well, it was uh, announced via trailer on YouTube that the second volume of Love, Death, and, Love, Death, and Robots is coming, and I should have the date, but I don't have it right in front of me. I want to say it's the 22nd of May. Now i got to look at our own website and see what it says. But anyway, if you if you watch the first... Um, sorry, May 14th. Mm-hmm. I was off by eight days. Did you watch no, the first volume, no. Joe? Oh, you should. I'm so behind. I got so much you stuff to watch. 
No, here's what's nice about Love, Death, and Robots. Okay. You ready? The longest episode. Yeah, there's there, there shorts of the Netflix shorts thing, right? Yeah. Correct. It's You can watch Empire of Dreams 5,000 times a year. Well, you can't take five, ten minutes. The difference is when I watch something like Empire of Dreams, it's when I'm doing work and I don't really have to watch it. It's like listening to an album. So that That's if I'm going to watch something new, I can't do that. Like I can't do it while I'm working because I want to actually pay attention to it. It's they're okay. very short. Some are in, obviously sure. some are better than others. But I, as a whole, I loved the first volume. Um, and come to find out, actually, a fair number of the stories are by two authors I read quite often, both uh, John Scalzi and Marco Clues. They have uh, basically took some of their short stories and adapted them. I mean, there's other um, writers and creators involved as well. Those two just, they came to mind because they're two that I actually read mm. their novels. So, good stuff. I mean, like I said, some of it's better than, than others. Some are, you know, violent space stuff. Some are quirky little thought pieces. But, uh, like, like there's one about a yogurt that becomes sentient and takes over the world. Well, like every other. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's Terminator. But like I said, yeah, it's good stuff. Cool. So I'm excited for volume two. And they're releasing that in May, you said? Uh, yep. May 14th is when it drops. Uh, they'll drop every episode. And it's interesting. Um, I don't know if they'll do it this time, but the first time they released it, they used an algorithm depending on what else you would like to Netflix. The picture was different? That decided the order of Oh, the really? Okay. Yeah. I know that Netflix has an algorithm for pictures. They, they, they see what you click on the most, and then the pictures change for various movies and whatnot. Oh, that's oh, yeah. crazy. I did not know that. But yeah, We're, we're constantly so being monitored like, for our behavior. But not by Big Brother. By big well, that is big. By money. Big money. Yeah, big money. Goes goes around no the world. Maybe a little <laughs> rush thing there. Um, cool. All right. I'll, I'll try and check it out. I'm not going to say when. I'll check it out when you watch uh, Godzilla versus Kong, which I'm sure you haven't watched that yet. I only have 10 more days to watch it because it was only mm-hmm. free this month. And I still have I started Godzilla. Oh, you did? Couldn't finish it? Went to bed. I got like 20 minutes in. I said, didn't ah, yeah, well, it clearly didn't <laughs> pique your interest. Like, I got to see the end of this. Well, I mean, I, let's be, let's face it. The beginning of those movies, no one's there for the exposition, right? right? I just want to get to the big giant kaiju yeah. fighting. So I'm like, all right, some people showed up. and shot Yeah, but I still want a story. And they just didn't. All right. Well, we talked about that before. Um, you know, we'll if you ever to. watch it. Okay, well. What I thought was really cool so far this week was the, is it Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi trailer? I think it's Shang, but I'm Mexican, American, Chicano. I'm I'm the wrong color brown for this one. Well, to me, it looks fantastic. I'm super excited. I was not even excited. I wasn't thinking about it before, but I'm so excited about having a, um, a martial arts film in the MCU universe and see where that goes and i know nothing of this character never read any comic never i have no idea what the 10 rings are i feel like there's some mandalorian thing going on not mandalorian um uh oh my god what's the mandarin, mandarin. god <laughs> some i'm a star wars guy what do you want from me 
Um, so yeah, I think there, is there a Mandarin thing that goes on in here too? I don't know. Um, but it, it looks really good. Yes. I mean, you have, uh, yes. uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Aquafina's in it, which she's funny. So she'll be the light partner. She'll be like in the guy in Ant-Man. What's his name? Who's awesome. His friend who always smiles. Love that character. Um, anyways. Oh, um, oh shoot. <laughs> Come on, Chicano. You're the Chicano guy. Come on. Yeah. I know, and I, <laughs> his name's ran the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of it. Anyways, she looks. She's gonna. She's gonna bring the comic relief, and uh, I. I think this looks great. Look, obviously, it's uh, you know, looking at the trailer, it's it's a uh, looks like somebody who gets his time off from the family business, so to speak, and gets to live his. It's kind of like what is that thing when the Amish people get to live a few <laughs> and decide whether they want to come back to the Amish world or not. Uh, yeah, Roman so it sounds like he has one of those and is living an interesting life in America, looks like. He he doesn't have an accent or anything. Um, not that he should. I'm just saying he doesn't. So that's a, you know, a different play. So um, anyways, go ahead. You were, you were going to comment. I went to look it up. Yeah. By the way. Oh, I was just going to say. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah. How should we? Oh, God. I like, he was so good in that. He's, the, he's my favorite character in Ant-Man. Yeah. Michael Pena. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, my mom died. Um, all I was going to say was, <laughs> all, all I was going to say is, uh, so Shang-Chi, I don't know much about him either. Uh, I know marginally more than you, other than there's been a lot of connection between him and Iron Fist. Okay. So, but rumor is, and I don't, we, I know we don't try to uh, work in rumor here, but rumor is that if not in this film, in another film, they're going to bring Iron Fist to the MCU as the movie wow. portion. Um, but I'm hearing, well, what I've seen, like, again, rumors is that Iron Fist will be, uh, an Asian American of some sort or Asian. Cool. But the only thing I know about Shang-Chi is that just basically, you know, he, he came out in the seventies. It was Marvel's attempt to jump onto the whole, uh, kind of Kung Fu craze going on in the seventies. Yeah. All those Bruce Lee came out. was huge. Yeah, exactly. They were just, this was their comic book version of that. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I, I, I love a good Kung Fu oh, film. I, I love old Some Chinese of my favorite films. movies are the early Bruce Lee, Chinese Connection, and Fists of Fury. I, I loved all that stuff. I mean, Bruce Lee was my man. Was, is still my favorite yeah. human superhero. Like, he's a, a real life human superhero to me, is Bruce Lee. Right. Well, I even like, like even Jet yeah. Lee, who, you know, really tried to model his career on Bruce Lee. He actually remade Fist of Fury and called in a movie called oh, really? Legend. I've never seen that. Yeah. And it's good. It's, I mean, it's just a lot of badass Kung Fu. So, or what do they always call it? Not Kung Fu. Uh, what's the word for it? It begins with a W. I don't know. Anyway, the point is. I love a good Kung Fu movie, so I just, I love how Marvel is getting to basically every genre right. there is. You know, they've got the space epics, they've got the magic films, now we're going into Kung Fu. I think it's it. time, right? I feel it's a it's a kind of a glaring miss, actually, when you start putting them all together and what you're going to see. It also looks like a, I don't know if it's a, a tournament thing, too, and then then is it like part blood sport? <laughs> you know, I don't know if you've ever seen blood sport. Um, 
Yeah. Of course. Um, I don't know War. if it's that yeah. too, or, or Mortal Kombat, so to speak, which is coming out in another week or so, I believe, on more on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. uh, we are not endorsed by HBO Max in any way, shape, or form. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you're doing an ad, but uh, we're not no. compensating. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally looking forward to this. I, I hope this character becomes prominent and and does some really cool things, you know. I felt like the the there's a shot in there where they show the rings on somebody's arm, and I guess they're magical rings, these 10 rings. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. So it has this purple, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, is that from Wakanda? Like, is there a connection um, to that? That would be interesting. Well, so you should know the 10 rings a little bit. Because they first appeared in Iron Man. In two. Three? Iron Man three. No. I don't remember. One. Those quote unquote terrorists that abducted Tony, they're uh from the you know, like what's the the group of the ten. Oh, I, you know, I don't never caught that. I just and yeah. that was hired by um Tony's boss. Yeah. Stayed. Abadeah. Jebediah. What was his name? Obadiah, Jebediah. Obadiah. Yep, Obadiah Stane. He basically hired the. Uh, I can't remember what they're what they call themselves, but they were something oh, okay. the Ten Rings. Yeah. So, and then we saw them again in Iron Man Three, where you had been well playing, playing yeah. the man. Yeah. Well, fake playing. Well, he was playing the Mandarin, but it seems like we're reckon, we're going to see the real Mandarin right. now. Because we're led to believe yeah. that I was led to believe after that one that there's no such thing as a Mandarin. Because Killian was like created this propaganda thing. Well, I think the way I think Mar Marvel's gonna retcon it a little bit. I think what they're gonna do is that the Mandarin was like this mythical person, so he just grabbed mm-hmm. onto that myth and you know, inserted Ben Kingsley Kingsley's character into that. Because if you did, if you look in this trailer, there's a bunch of scenes that look like they take p- place right. in the past. So even though this is Kung Fu, I think we're also going to get a little bit of like a an Asian mythology. Right. So kind of like how we, with Thor, yep. we had the Norse mythology. Black Panther. I think we're going to get a bit, a bit of that. Because another thing that is related to Shang-Chi and Iron Fist is I believe there's the uh, the mystical yep. land of uh, yep. Kunlun. I read like when so, they reissued Iron Fist when the uh, Netflix show came out, there was a great like 14 run, 14 comic run that I bought and I loved it. And it went back to that Kung Long. It was cool. Yeah. See? So, and then I know we're taking so too much time on this, but in the comics, the real character, the Mandarin, I, I don't remember if it was way in the past because it's been a while since I read Mandarin. I, and last time I read, he was fighting. Uh, Iron Man, and this was probably an issue from the late 80s, early 90s, so I, I apologize okay. if I'm a little rusty, but the origin story of the Mandarin is that he was, uh, I don't know if he was Chinese exactly, I think he was in the comics originally, but basically he found a crashed spaceship. Mm. And I think it was quite a while ago, I think it was like in ancient times, but the spaceship had these rings, and he found the crew and the pilot and all that stuff, and they wore the rings to pilot and control the ship and also exhibit other powers. So the 10 rings were every ring gave you a different gotcha. power of some sort. So kind of like how the infinity right. stones, you know, had different powers. 
these rings had different powers. And I don't remember what they all are. I just know that each ring gave us different power of something. So the man who put those on and he was all powerful. Got and yada, yada, yada. Cool. Well, hey, we're looking forward to it. Hopefully it releases on time and, you know, get to see it in the movie theater and all that good stuff. Um, moving on to the next piece of news for all those big, huge Star Wars fans and the big, huge fans of Ryan Johnson. He may come back to direct an episode of The Mandalorian Season 3. So a lot of rumors flowing out there about that. So I was curious as to what your take might be on that, Michael. Yeah? All for it. All for it? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's why I'm all for it. Um, him, you know, when they gave him the reins to mm-hmm. do a movie, he obviously did yeah, his own that thing. That was the problem. The Mandalorian, he's not going to have that kind of free right. reign. You know what I mean? So he's good at telling a story, and there's nothing wrong with limits per se. And he's going to be, like I said, he's going to be limited by the fact that there are constraints in the story. He can right. only do so much because, you know, season three has to get from point A to point B, and there's all going to be all these, you know, side right. journeys, if you will. So. You know, after seeing Knives Out and um, Looper and some of his other films, he's a fantastic director. Let's not talk about <laughs> right. The, yeah, that'll um, be a whole show. So, the last so I'm kind of right there with you. I'm not upset at all. I, I do think the guy likes Star Wars. It's not that I, I, and I think with showrunners and you've got a big production thing, he's going to come in and, and you know, I think he can direct films well. I think he can write films well. I think he can write films well, just not write a Star Wars film. That's, I mean, that was the problem. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully it happens. Maybe he'll get some reconciliation. Maybe it's a test by the production company to see if they actually give him the alleged trilogy of movies that they were supposed to give him. Um, we'll see. Right. You know, I don't even trust Disney and Lucasfilm anymore with their announcements. Like, it's really futile. Like, you come out and say all this shit, then stuff changes every six months. So, well, that's the thing too. Was this even an announcement? Is this a no? Show? I don't mean that. I just mean like we'll see all the other stuff. Like, let let me see before they say we're going to do this, this, and this. Let me let me see it first. Like, you know, right now I don't think anything past the Obi Wan right. series because they at least started production on that. Everything else is a talk. You know. So, we'll find out. Well, Boba. Right. So, yeah, yeah, you got Boba, you got Book of Boba Fett. You've got um, okay. Andor, which is finishing shooting, and you've got the Obi Wan show, which they did announce. We didn't really get into that. Okay. They announced the whole cast for that. And we didn't talk about it, so that's really bad on my part for Star Wars that we should probably talk about that in the next episode talk to the cast, who people might be and all that stuff. So that'll be the next episode because we didn't prep for it. And this one, and I know Michael's not ready for it. All right. You have one, you have one piece of news, news left, <laughs> and then we can jump into moves, move forward. Cause we've got a lot to talk about, about episode five of Falcon and winter soldier. Yep. Well, you know, there's been rumors all along about what, what Batman, if who's going to show up, yada, yada, yada in the flash movie, which everyone knows is going to be Flashpoint. They're going to do a soft reboot of the DC Universe, yada, yada, yada. Well, we finally have confirmation that Michael Keaton is indeed going to be playing Batman, at least one of the Batman 
in the Flash movie coming up. So I think that's cool. I mean, who's going to get to it first, Spider-Man or Batman? <laughs> it seems like two parallel paths there. Right. But, you know, well, here's the thing. As far as like uh, alternate realities and stuff. Well, I mean, just doing that kind of like, you know, multiple films that have been done before with the actors that played them and whatnot. Well, obviously Spider-Man's going to get to it first because it comes out this uh, Christmas. Maybe. Whereas The Flash. I don't know. I think they have. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they have started filming. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not. It doesn't have a release date this year. No, I don't think so. So, Spider-Man's, well, we're assuming Spider-Man's going to get to it first. Right. I don't know. I think it's cool. Uh, Keaton was my second favorite Batman. Okay. He's your second. Well, when it first came out, he was great when it, like, everybody doubted him, and I thought he was really good in in that particular first film. It, It was what it was. There was nothing else before that. So, yeah. Right. It may not have aged as well no, as nothing it would. Does. Well, you know but what? I shouldn't time. say nothing does because I still like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Those aged fairly well. I agree. Not with perfect, you. but fairly well. 100%. Yeah. I think they're fantastic, but yeah, you're right. So. All right. Well, hopefully it's good. I mean, I'm pulling for DC. Yeah. <laughs> We need something. Just go right to Kingdom Come and go backwards. Um, all right. Time for our geek this week. So I watched a show on, again, sorry, HBO Max, <laughs> called The Nevers, directed <laughs> by everybody's villain director right now, Joss Whedon. I know everybody's beating him up um, for whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know all the I, I actually never followed what everything went wrong. I'm sure he was probably a jerk or whatever, but I can tell you this, the first two episodes that he directed of it's his production and uh, he's written some of it and he directs a few of the episodes um, of the show called the nevers that I really, really like. This is a science fiction show, but set in Victorian age. So it's steampunk like too. the less steampunk stuff in there. Um, of people that have been quote unquote touched by something that you see um, in the show. And I don't want to give spoil. I don't want to give it away. Cause there's some, if you watch it, you'll, you'll see, but there something has, has uh, touched a group of people um, and they all have a power of some sort and they kind of um, are shunned in a way, kind of like a scarlet letter type thing. And uh, not much different than X-Men or Mutants, that kind of idea. And, you know, there's like a mystery and there's darkness and evil and good and, and all that stuff in, in the Victorian, set in Victorian age. And I, I dig it. I dig it a lot. I think if, if you like that kind of stuff, if you like sci-fi and you like steampunk stuff, which I do, um, I think it's uh, well worth the, the watch for sure. You know, I, I have to admit, I didn't check it out simply because, I don't know, 
I know he's involved, and I'm not dissing the show because he was involved. I mean, that's that's a fair reason to not want to watch it. I can see that. But for me, it's more that I've invested a lot of time in some of his other shows that just went... Yeah. Like, well, he's not the only writer. He wrote, only wrote the first episode. Yeah. I understand. I think he was briefly showrunner, too, before he yeah. had to exit uh, because of the pressure uh, coming out. So... Like, I watched Firefly, right. and I also watched um, Dollhouse. Right. And, I don't know, obviously things are changed now. He's, he's got a bad reputation. But more, for me, more of the issue was that, I'm like, it's going to be another Whedon show that's going to go somewhere. I'll get invested, and then I'll get canceled. And I well, we'll see. It could be it's six episodes only. It could be a one arc. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, it could be just a story, much like Falcon and Winter Soldiers, six episodes. So um, I could tell you that an incredible amount of work has been done on this show. It's not done on the cheap and some really good acting in it and a bunch of powerful women in here and like really good, like kick ass ladies in this show. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's worth a watch personally. That may be worth your time. I would give it a shot. You know, I do have something to say, not about that show, but um, you, you brought up something that I know it's not on our agenda tonight, but something I just wanted to briefly touch on. You said it's not cheap. And I think the streaming wars are yeah. really starting to heat up. Did you hear that this new Lord yeah, of Rings series yeah, on Amazon? Yeah, a ton of money. Like four hundred sixty some odd million dollars yeah. for the first season. Four times more than four times more expensive than a season mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones. That's that's it sick is. money. It is, but that you know that's a franchise that's got that's a following, true. right? And think about what that does for Amazon. It's they're, they're smart. Like they want you to buy Prime, so they're they're their foray into streaming is <laughs> excuse me is much different. Because if they get you into Prime, you probably you might order something and you might do all these other things, you know. Because I've got Prime, I'll order more stuff on Amazon. Like they're 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 right. look, look. I I really hope from the bottom of my heart that they have the writing. Because if they're going to spend that kind of money and it's bad writing, it's still going to be bad. You know. Yeah, no amount of special effects is going to help. Bad no. Writing. Look at uh, look at Sucker right. Punch. Um. Or look at Kong versus Godzilla, whatever. Um, so, it's so bad. God, it's so bad. Um, and, hey, and I'm a Lord of the Rings big time fan. You're not, so the 480 million or whatever means nothing to you. But uh, damn, I hope it's good. Well, I mean, something in that. I mean, they're they're really investing in the show because that is crazy, insane levels of money. Huge. I mean. People's jaws dropped when, you know, they found out, you know, a season of Game of Thrones was $100 million. Right. Yeah, but what did that bring? Now, up that. Well, yeah. I mean, HBO is going to be able to draw in viewers for years. Not just that. that Flipping merchandising and licensing. I mean, they make a ton. Exactly. I'm just saying. Right. And I'm sure George R.R. Martin doesn't hate it because, I mean, even if he wasn't getting a piece of all that. How many people are buying those right. books and reading them now? He oh, said. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, again, 
tangents. It's what we do. It is. Okay. Your geek this week. I don't have a lot. I just super excited. I don't know if it's pronounced X of Swords or Ten of Swords, but it's the the big multi uh, multi title X Men crossover they that completed just a couple months ago. Um, uh, they they collected it into one it. hardcover, and it just showed up today. And I'm super excited to open it up and read it. I just have to read every other comic that came before it that I was sitting on my pile of stuff to read. <laughs> I'm behind on reading. I'm so busy with work right now that um. I can't even explain. And it's a good thing. All right. Well, let's jump into Falcon and Winter Soldier, Episode 5. Um, for me, I'm going to start off with one of my favorite episodes, if not my favorite episode so far, personally. I really liked this episode a lot. I liked the way it dove into Sam. Um, you know, I... I I don't know if anybody caught it, but I love when his nephews call him Uncle Sam because that is perfect to me. You know, I saw it in the episode. They called him Uncle Sam, and I thought, well, yeah, he's their uncle, and he's Sam. Didn't put two and two together until later. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Uncle Sam. Yeah. That's a great – it was in the first episode, too, they said it, and I was like, oh, that's a great, you know, foreshadow. Like, he's he's America, Uncle Sam. And, um, but I just loved how they really kind of slowed it down and really got into it because this was his, this was Sam's coming out of like going to be Captain America. It was him finding the truth, right? And that was the name of the episode. You know, he went and talked to the, um, uh, yep. uh, what's his name? The, um, Isaiah, Isaiah. Right? and man, that was powerful and it, it was just cool. And I liked how, you know, um, Bucky came to help with the boat and the whole family thing. And I liked the little, you know, even a little flirting between him and Sam's sister. <laughs> it was funny. Pretty funny. <laughs> Both smiling. She's smiling at him. Uh, and I just thought that, um, you know, it was just a great, great, great episode for for Sam. And, and I thought Anthony Mackie just killed it in this episode. He was so good in this episode. Really gave him a good platform, I thought. I and I liked that, you know, they, they cut I right agree. into the uh, basically stripping John Walker of his title. But John Walker stripping, you know, they, they got the, the shield from him after Sam lost the wings, you know. Um, ah, it's just a good episode. I thought it was great. So what, what was your take on it? Everything you say, you, you not everything you say, everything okay. you just say, Damn. Right. I agree with. Um, <laughs> well, you're you're 100 right because this is a. I know it's not the last episode, but it's a good. It's a very good bookend right. of ways of, of sorts, I should say, uh, to the first episode. Bucky, not Bucky. I'm sorry, Sam. You can see he feels the pressure of becoming Captain right. America, and he can't. He just. He doesn't right. feel worthy. And that's why he is worthy. Right. Right? So he feels that pressure and has to give, he just feels he has to give the shield up. And this episode is the exact opposite opposite of that. It's him coming into his own and realizing, Steve picked me for a reason. And you know what? Right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Because he this is a decision he's making for himself. And he doesn't necessarily let others influence him. Yeah, Steve picked him. 
But like Bucky said, Bucky said him and Steve had discussed it and they didn't think what that would mean for Steve to give it to right. a black man. So he's not doing it because right. Steve gave it to him and he's not doing it because Isaiah said not right. to do it. He took all these viewpoints and finally basically sort of believing, I don't want to say believing his own bullshit because he's not, it's not, he's not spouting bullshit, but a lot of the counseling he's been giving everyone else. Yeah. Others. Yeah. Everyone else. He's kind of focusing on himself now. So yeah, he, this is him kind of coming out of his chrysalis and saying, yeah, I can be Captain America. And this is how I'm right. going to make it mine. Yeah. It's, I mean, obviously we've got, uh, so before we, we, we say what, what he got from uh, Wakanda, the, so how do I put this? Uh, Zemo, is he, he seems like a more man of his word. Cause why, like he went to a place where he knew he'd be found. He could have taken off. Well, he could have. No, no. I, he didn't. He could have, like, if a, a real villain would take off. He knew that Bucky was going to come and find true. him. There. Well, that's that's the exact same thing with Civil War. Remember? He was just sitting yeah. there waiting. And T'Challa right. found him. But he also thought that, you know, Cap and, and uh, Iron Man right. were going to kill each other. So he thought right. his work was done. Um, the only reason I... It's not that I disagree with you, but the reason I'm I'm hesitant to say it is because there's one more sure. episode yet. But he's on the raft. He's so going to be on the raft, know. right? Huh? That's what they said in, in Wakanda. Well, that's where they're going right. to we'll see what to happens, take him, right? But we need to find out who the power. Yeah, and what is. is it? Him? No, it's not Baron. It's not Zemo. Is well, it something Sharon? happened with Sharon. Well, we also have another character that we need to talk about at the end. Um, um, so before we get to that, though, let's go back to that case. Well, that's the end, isn't it? The end end? Well, he gets it, but then he opens it at the end. So we can do that yeah. at the end. That's fine. Um, so, okay, then let's talk well, about Well, let's talk about thing. Sharon. Now, because that happens before okay. we find a new character. Why did she release Batroc? So what's right. up, what's up with her? Why did she hire? Is she working both sides or is I don't she know. evil? I thought I think she was going to be the power broker for sure, but now that. I don't know. I, I'm not willing to bet my pinky right. on it anymore, but if this was poker, I would go all in on her being the power broker. Right. I mean, she's got all the art up there. Like, but how that, do you just get to that point without, you know, I don't know. Right. I still think, I mean, I haven't gone through and put all the all my reasons and notes down, but my gut tells me she's the power broker. I don't know why. And my gut could be full of shit. Could be. Wouldn't be the first time. Could be. Not <laughs> even close. <laughs> so then we get, you know. All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about um before we get to the other new person. There's a very important person that got the shit kicked out of him, got everything taken away from him. Um, went and talked to uh, the family of uh, Hoskins, um, you know, and that's John Walker, who, mm -hmm. you know, this is where Marvel does some really cool writing. It's not that I feel sorry for him, but he was a kind of a, 
a pawn in the system. I don't want to say victim because he played his part too, but he was definitely a pawn in the system of the government, right? Because there was a, you know, that that case that the uh, the court part of it is big, like, you guys made me. I did this for you. And now, you know, this person was a terrorist. I took him out. That's what I was supposed to do, right? Because um, you know, if there was no cameras, they wouldn't have cared. It's not like- Almost a Rambo. Right. But it was very... It was very much like a Rambo esque movie. It was. And I'm talking yeah, movie, the first yeah, yeah. first blood. Oh yeah. Remember when you know he's yelling and yeah, uh, you know what scene yeah. I'm talking about, right? When he's yelling and he's like, you know, you asked you asked for me. I didn't ask for you, right? I didn't right. ask for this right. war. So was it for those dib? What if they shit in his cup? <laughs> That's good. Not as good as your Billy D, but I haven't really pushed the, the Stallone in a long, long time. <laughs> but my point is is that yes i agree with you i there, i did have some sympathy yeah. for him because like you said it was very reflective of many soldiers that come back from combat and they can't reintegrate because you know you put them into a situation where they're you know fighting for survival and you know trained to kill and then come home and buy yeah. groceries so he's right he did everything he was told to do. And just like you said, yeah, was it murder? Yes. Technically, they're not supposed to, you know, soldiers are not supposed to murder, right? But he took out a terrorist. So I can see where he's coming from. And right, his right. own logic, right? And that's the key to good writing so, of a villain. Like, you, if you understand their logic and why they do stuff and not just the, oh, I'm going to take over the world, you know, not, you know, that kind of thing, um, then it becomes more right. of a. Uh, a complicated figure and, and Walker is that right. So we find him broken. He's broken. I mean, he's literally got a broken arm. Um, it's, 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 he's a, he's a broken person. Not, Not for long. long. I, I was surprised he didn't heal as quickly as Steve Rogers, but, but uh, you know, he's not Steve Rogers. I think he did. Cause I think his arm was broken when he was done fighting Sam and Bucky. Cause you know, the way they ripped it off, you know, it's, yeah. it looked like it was broken. And yeah. he's in a sling, and then by the end of the episode, yeah. right, no sling, right. So, so he, he is healing faster now. The only thing that, yes, he's broken, but the part that crosses the line, yes, obviously the murder, but he, two, well, I don't want to say two. Like I said, with Sam, Sam is now taking mm-hmm. his own advice. Well, John Walker is going the opposite direction. He's believing his own yeah. bullshit. He's he's uh. Definitely got a problem with that. Well, his well, Hoskins' parents will flat out ask him, did you kill the person that did this to him? Yes. Um, well, lie? then I get I get that to to ease the pain of the family if he's if he's doing it from that point of view. Like he wants them to know that, you know, justice was served so that they don't have to grieve as much. I see it from that point of view. And to him, to him, it's like the organization is one. So he got part of it. So, I mean, there's some easy justification there. Right. But but he's still twisting it. For sure. For sure. So, no, I I do sympathize with him to a degree. No, he shouldn't murder murder people. But again, he, he did what he's trained to do. Yeah. But that just shows you that's what the super soldier serum does. It enhances you 
good, good right, or crazy, or mentally right. unstable, right? Um, right. Or you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely, unless you're Steve Rogers, right? And maybe Sam, but I don't think Sam's going to get any serum. Said he wouldn't, anyways. So, right after he's before the end credit thing or mid credits. We see Sam on a bench and someone comes walking over to him and it's not Elaine, but it is Elaine. <laughs> Julia, not huh? Sam. I mean, John Walker, sorry. John Walker. Uh, John, yeah. Well, John Walker's on the bench and uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus comes in playing Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, which I have no clue who this person is at all. Um, so maybe you can shed some light on this. Oh, yeah. she's, she's been so you, you shed some light on this character. I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert on her, but back in the day, there was a prestige format limited series called Nick Fury versus Shield, and I think it was all versus Shield. It was basically, yeah, it wasn't like the Hydra thing that we see that we've seen in the uh, Marvel universe, but basically, basically, someone burned Nick Fury and made gotcha. Shield we either. Die a hero or live long enough to become the villain? Not quite like that, but but someone someone framed him and made it look like he was he was feeding information to Hydra or some shit like that. Uh, so he was on the run. So anyway, uh, she was a big member of that, and after that series, which I loved, um, they came out with a, a new Shield comic book. This is mm-hmm. late eighties, okay. early nineties. So I know her from that, and basically she was always around, and she was kind of like his, um, his right hand woman. And she's very easily identifiable. They do it a little bit different in the in the move in the, in the movie, but in the show here, in the comics, she's always got black hair with a shock. Gotcha. Wig, whereas here they did uh, dark hair with a right. Shock Give her a little youth. She's probably like, I don't want to be an old right. person, Julia Louise. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, in the comics, she was for a long time, she was, uh, a top member of shield, but then later she became lady Hydra. She, so you think that she's lady Hydra here or is she part of the government shield still here or new shield? What do you think they're doing? I think neither. Oh, okay. I think, well, I don't know that they're going to bring Hydra back. Why not? They could, because we obviously saw that, well, they could. But I, I don't know if they're going to make her later Hydra. They could make her Lady Hydra, which would basically make her kind of like, um, well, I think this is what she is, whether she's Hydra or not. She's the right. anti-Nick Fury. I did read somewhere that she used to date Nick Fury at some point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I, okay. When I said that she was Nick's uh, right-hand woman, but yes, that she was, they were also, you know, in kibitz cahoots. I don't know what you want to call it, but yes. Jesus Christ. Nice. Well, clearly she's going to be featured in some more than just this. Maybe there's some Black Widow talk they were saying uh, around the interwebs too, that this character is going to be involved in that, which probably makes more sense if that would have came out prior to the show, which it was supposed to. So maybe there's some things going on that we just, yeah. The same thing. That she's, you know, that th- that this was supposed to be, because this was supposed to come mm-hmm. out after Black Widow, this was going to be a little, you know, a wink and a nudge, like, hey, remember her? You right. saw her already. 
She's just not a nobody. She's going to be around. Which it could still work. But I think yeah, it, work it should work way. the other way. Um, but it, but Black Widow's obviously prior to all this because you know she's alive. <laughs> right. I wonder if people will forget that. If they'll think it's some weird snap thing and they'll forget the actual order of time. That'd be weird. Yeah. Okay, so we get to the end. We see Sam open up the case at, a la Pulp Fiction, and we don't know necessarily what's nice. in it. Um, now, I don't know. I, my question to you is, is this going to be more flying? Is it going to be flying suit with this still? Or is he not going to be flying? Is that going to be for Torres? Because Torres has the wings now. You know. He can fix them. Like, he, they gave him, he took the wings. Right. We know in the comics. Torres becomes that- Falcon. Yeah, in the comics, we know Torres took the wings and right. became Falcon when Falcon became right. Captain America. So when he said keep him, I was like, okay, then that's obviously mm. a nod. That's the new Falcon, possibly. But it's hard to say, and I think they did this on purpose, because it's the case is obviously way differently shaped than the box the right. wings were in. So I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. I I want to believe that it's a uniform with better wings in it, smaller, yeah. that can extend. Because in the comics, like I said, he kept his wings, but also modified, had a modified like Captain America suit. And it looks right. badass. He makes it all work. So I want to believe that's what it is. But again, my gut, which could be wrong, is telling me it's just a Captain America. Do you, will he be called Captain America? Was he in the comics? I don't know. Oh, he was. Okay. Yes. Yes, he was. Yep. Do you think, well, so do you, oh, okay. So, so what's the over under on, on Steve Rogers for episode six, old man Rogers? He's not yeah. coming back. The way they were talking about him, the way Bucky and Sam were talking about him when they were tossing the shield and, you know, right. getting used to it. They made it sound like Steve was dead. He's which, not though. He's not, because you think they would have, you know, they would have had a whole scene with right. him going to his funeral. That said, he might, they might be respecting his wishes. I have to assume that Steve was living under. What I would love, and this is probably never going to happen, I would love the last shot. Maybe him not. I love to have the last shot of of Steve Rogers walking up the walkway to Isaiah Bradley's house. Just cut. Huh? As a try to do a reconciliation kind of thing, you know, not not a fight. I don't mean that, but yeah. No, no, no. I know, but the thing is, Steve. Steve is no. That's what I mean. I think it would be nice if, like, somehow that would infer that that they talked to Steve. Yeah. Oh, that Sam. Yeah, he told Steve. We'd have a good inference because I mean, obviously, when 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 Isaiah was around, Captain America was dead. He was in the ocean because you know, yeah, no Cap, Cap didn't have anything to do with him. But it would be nice if he if he saw Cap go to Isaiah Bradley's and just kind of walk up. That would be that would be badass. That would be badass. But I think, for all intents and purposes, Bucky and Sam are treating Steve as if he's dead because if he just went back in time and lived his life as Steve Rogers, people would be like, "Wait a second, there's this." other famous Steve Rogers that looks like you, but younger. And he was Captain America. What happened? And 
you know, I, I have to believe he's the yeah. assumed name of forties. One hundred percent. So so I think they're treating him as if he doesn't exist and he's dead. Right. That doesn't mean Steve can't talk to him. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not at all. No, don't get me wrong. I, I'm right there with you in that. I would love, love it. As Chris, Chris Evans made a cameo and said something or just showed up for even a line. Unfortunately, no. I don't see it happening. I think yeah. he's done. Well, we'll see. Don't get me don't get me wrong. If, if I'm if we come back here next week, I will happily. Oh yeah, I'm. I am sure I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong. It would be cool, but I never thought I would ever see Luke Skywalker in another Star Wars thing ever again. Young or old, right? And I did. Well, you got Sebastian Stan. Maybe he can. Wouldn't it be awesome? I would. I would buy into that. I'd be good with that. I would buy into Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker, one hundred and ten percent. You know, I was thinking too. I don't know if I've ever said this on the. I was talking with somebody. um, This is a real tangent because of Solo, the Solo movie, and why 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 people were were big on Alan Aldrich or whatever his name is Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. That's right. if they would have started solo, this is uh, we don't have to talk about this, but if they would have started solo, like the first two minutes of solo, and you just had you you you're kind of walking through a cantina and it's just kind of panning through and going through there and you see these two dark figures in the corner talking, and then it and it goes up and it's Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams as older guys having a drink together before they like one of their last drinks is just talking about, you know, the old days and you know. And they're just, and then it cuts to like, you know, Lando says something like, remember when we got the Millennium Falcon from me? And they did that. And they just kind of cut to that. And they went right into Alan as a kid. That would have like been baton passing. And then people probably would have been like, oh, that's cool. And they probably would have bought the other character better playing him. I agree with you because then you'd have both him and right. Donald Glover playing right. younger versions. And, and you had Harrison Ford in the solo movie. And that would have given gravitas right. to that movie, right? Oh, clearly the yes. how do they not think of that? You you telling me they couldn't have caught you know Billy D. Williams would have been up for it. Um you, you couldn't have given Harrison Ford, here's two million dollars for literally half a day's work, just like they did for Rise of Skywalker. He walked on the set, he wasn't he they would have done it. Just call me Lucasfilm. Yeah. Jesus God. <laughs> Anyways, that's a long tangent, but I, I would like to see uh, one last shot of Old Man Rogers. I think you already. Got yep, it. probably. But if I'm wrong next week or Friday, I will. I will happily proclaim. So before we we bid this episode adieu, anything in the next episode that you're of Falcon Winter Soldier that you're, oh, hold on, hold on, oh. pump the brakes there, Joe. What do you think's in the case? I think it's a regular suit. I don't think he's going to fly. Um, but I don't know what the Wakandans gave him. Uh, clearly, I think it's going to be a vibranium, some kind of, yes. to keep him certain ways. But then he becomes like, is the, then he becomes the amalgamation of Iron Man and Captain America. There is no Iron Man right now. Well, not even that. Could they end up giving him a Captain America suit that's almost identical to the T'Challa suit? Sure. The, the but would you Denver need that big suit? case? Yeah, see, that's what... Because you're right. In, in Well, they gave him an inferior version. 
because obviously well you know, t'challa has because we already know the black panther is just t'challa has powers powers too not just a suit well he basically has the african version of yeah. super soldiers here yeah right from those plans um and you're right like you said the necklace you know, it makes the whole right. shoot comes out of that. And they so. could give him a different, yeah, yeah they would just give him the necklace then. <laughs> or it's one of those Russian right. doll things. He keeps opening the case. Like, oh, here you go. Um, so maybe there are wings. I don't know. I'm, I am I wish well, I Well, you will know I, I, <laughs> the next episode. Yeah. We'll know Friday. Well, yeah, we'll know Friday. But I, I hope, I would like to see him keep the wings and be Captain America like we saw in the comics. That's what I prefer. But I feel like we're not going to get that. Well, what do you think the last episode is going to do? He's clearly like opening the case to go to New York to to head off whatever the um the uh, flag smashers are going to do, whether it's some huge terrorist attack. Which, by the way, we we kind of skipped over them. That was a pretty powerful scene where she just kind of hits the, the the iPhone, and then all these people like it's not just us eight people or, or us five six super soldiers. We have a network, and they're everywhere, right? It's not a little thing. So that was a pretty pretty powerful moment that we kind of just kind of glossed over so that's we're heading for a war so to speak well again they're they're villains that i can sympathize with because if you think about it you know if half the world's population went away we already know it it wasn't an even distribution it wasn't like russia lost half of its citizens and then estonia lost half its citizens. it's just a random half people so you can have a country Let's say like, as you know, any mm-hmm. Baltic country that may have lost 70% of their, their population and they need people to, you know, run the mm-hmm. businesses and feed people and stuff. So here we have, you know, some country that, you know, they, people want to move somewhere else. They'll take in those refugees. I can see it. The borders around the world would have been relaxed to a great, great degree. Maybe. And for people that enjoyed that for those five years to suddenly be told, go back to your country, you know, you made this land yours at mm-hmm. home for five years, but now you have to go back. Yeah. No, that's, it's for a totally, people, it's a totally, sorry, again, you, you can, if you can sympathize with the villain, that makes it that much more important. Right. But again, she crosses the line by blowing up people and killing innocent. So it's, it's the killmonger right. thing, right? You see where he's coming from, but not, that's not the way right, to do it. Right. So. Right. So we don't know what's in the case. Well. You think it's just a suit? I th- I, I think so. Um, I, I think. Well, actually, I, I agree. I We both think it's just a suit. I wish it was wings. I think it's just. I just hope he doesn't turn into, you know, Iron Man of. Like an Iron Man, Captain America crossover, you know. I don't think so, and here's two reasons why. We already saw Super Patriot in Iron, Iron Patriot. Man 3. I'm sorry, yeah. did I say Super Patriot? Iron Patriot yeah. is who I meant, sorry. We saw Iron Patriot. In and Rhodey was at the beginning of this, if you remember. He was, and we already know that one of the shows coming up is going to be right. The Armor Wars. So we're going to see Rhodey as War Machine going around trying to take back or destroy illicit Stark technology, people that are making their own Iron Man suits. So I don't, I think 
making Falcon an amalgamation of Captain America and Iron Man would be too much Iron right. Man type stuff. We got plenty and of that coming up. Dude, what happened to Justin Hammer? I miss him. Well, come on. Uh, Sam. Oh. What's his name? Oh, Sam who? oh, shit. I don't know. We'll have too much dead air if we keep thinking about it. But <laughs> Exactly. But uh, he's fantastic. He was oh great my God, in that yeah. role. I would love. Well, I you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him again. Because. Sam Rockwell. Wars God. Is coming. Yes, thank you. Sam Rockwell. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see him in, in Iron Armor Wars. It would be spurred to make him back because. That's basically what he does. He steals technology and makes it his own. So, anyway, all that to say, too many Iron Man type things coming up yet. I don't think I don't think that's going to be Falcon. I hope I'm wrong. I, mean, I hope I'm right. Dogs barking again. There she goes. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a cameo. It's an olive cameo. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode, really. But yeah, I, I think that's a great character that they haven't really pushed enough there's so many of those cool villains that could have some of them are dead but he's he was an interesting one i hope they bring him back for something you know um cool what else so what are you looking forward to in the next episode the last one well i'm hoping we see well we know we're going to see john walker with the shield but will he do it for what will he do will he die a he will he die will he Will he uh, defend? Will he do something heroic? I guess you should say not. May, maybe not be a hero, but will you think he'll do something heroic or evil? Or what do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to start out. This is okay. I think he's going to start out mm-hmm. very self-centered. But there's going to be something where he's down or something, and he's his shields across from him. And he looks at that and sees those three metal around. He's put into the shield. He's put him on the shield, though. Yeah. Yeah. That he's, yeah. Quick side note: He's building it himself. There's no way that shield. I know it's steel. Shield. It's heavy. It's yeah. Vibranium. Oh, by the way, wait anyway. one more tangent before he since you brought the vibranium. You know, we've got the the rocky montage of of Sam throwing the shield around the yard, and the first shot is stuck in a tree, right? Then they put padding around the tree like oh those pads are going to stop the vibranium then like why wouldn't it just cut through the pads too and then like Good seriously and point. then when it's flying around and he just catches it with his two hands like why didn't it slice his fingers off like what what i don't understand the power of the shield i guess it's a comic book movie not, and i get it maybe it's not chiseled dude it, put, it cut the friggin' tree in half just about and then they put little pads on it and then it's still bouncing around like so foam. If I had foam, I can fight vibranium with foam, and I'm good. Like I, I have this giant, I have this giant shield much. of foam. I am foam man. I, I am Nike Air Free, and I can beat the shit out of well, vibranium. If, if he threw that shield, you know, hard like he did, and lopped off all of his fingers, the episode's over. And I know the series. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna create a foam so. character and totally dominate. <laughs> <laughs> foam man foam man yeah what eva soul eva man all right sorry so he, um, uh, john walker is gonna what <laughs> something's gonna happen he's gonna be knocked down he's gonna do he's he's gonna be an evil self-centered dick for a minute something's gonna happen 
he's going to have a shot of redemption. He's going to see those medals of honor on his shield and he'll have, I'm hoping redemption in this, at the end of this show. That's what I think. And of course we're going to end, or at least either halfway through the episode or at the end of the episode, we're going to see, it won't be Mm -hmm. at the end because he's going to dress up as Captain America to go fight the Flag Smashers. We're going to see Sam's Captain America. We have to, right? And we're, and, there was an interesting thing where, because uh, Sam was talking to Bucky about, you know, again his his uh, counseling. Do you think Bucky will go back and confess to the, his friend that he killed his son? That's gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna fucking break my heart, man. I'm gonna lose it. He has to. It's gonna be gut wrenching, but he has to. You can see. It in I his know, eyes in this right? Episode. He knew. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to hurt. So. I don't know how they're going to get around him not doing it. I don't either. I don't either. And I don't know how they're going to make it because it's supposed to be an act of service of some sort. I don't know how he's going to be able to give him that closure without letting him know that I killed your son and you hate me now. Maybe that's just it. Maybe that's the only way it can be. Right. Anyway. Anyway. That's a good place to maybe on a downer. <laughs> no, but I, I don't think it's. And uh, I'm wondering if the show is going to end with with closure or something more open, where like where we want a season two or at least tie into a movie or something. Oh, it's a Marvel show, okay? So we're going to get some answers, but we're going to have enough left over. And there's probably going to be a huge question at the end, just like we saw at right. the Scarlet Witch. Where there's going to be some, you know, mid-credit scene. We're like, what? And it's all going to be there to whet your appetite for right. what's coming next. Cool. And then, um, all right. So the finale will be next week. Um, there's a friend of ours on the show who lives in Canada, and a uh, friend of the show named Liam. Uh, I won't say last names. And our friend Martin uh, in Canada and Liam's a big time fan and he's all over Marvel. So I w- will reach out to him. Hopefully he listens to this episode because I promised him he would talk to us when, after the finale of next week's episode. So hopefully we have a special guest in our next one. If not, it'll at least be in another week or so for sure. We'll get Liam to talk about, talk to us about, uh, all of Falcon and the winter soldier. It'll be a blast. This, this kid is super smart, super cool. And, uh, he knows more about this than I ever will. So it's going to be, hopefully we get him on here. That would be fantastic, but what do Canadians know about? Well, you know, America? we we can ask them. We can ask them <laughs> that, or ask lastly in that. I'm just kidding. I look forward to them. That'd be cool. On. That would be great. Um, so, that being said, that will probably do it for this week's episode of the Cabercast on 420. Hopefully, you're enjoying your holiday. Um, if it's your first time listening to the Cabercast, thanks so much for popping in, and uh, you know what? If you liked it, share it. We could use the help, share it, leave a comment in your favorite podcatcher from Apple Podcasts to Spotify, uh, Pocket Casts, Podbean, I think Michael listens to, Amazon Podcasts. We're pretty much anywhere. So share with a friend, hit subscribe, give us a few comments. Um, that'll really help us out. If you'd like to connect with us on social, Michael's got you covered there because he does all the hard work there. That's right. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. At, the, at Kybercast. Uh, on Facebook, 
we have both a group and a page at cool that'll do it for this week thank you all for listening i hope you stop by next week where we talk about the end of the falcon and the winter soldier this is the way i have spoken what a piece of junk boring conversation anyway